welcome to the first episode of From My Point of View with Willow and Margo. This podcast is basically about our views on society as young teens in the world. Yeah, so join us for our first episode. So let's talk 2020. 20? I, yeah, I feel like 2020 has sort of been labeled as the worst year ever yeah. due to a lot of families being broken apart and struggling financially. And also in general, just the COVID va- virus is sort of infecting our society. Yeah. A lot. And just the fact that people are calling it the worst year ever, I think it's mostly with uh, how our world is increasing globally with issues with our climate change and similar things. In general, I just think a lot of families are struggling, you know, financially and not everyone is, I think it's important to notice that not everyone is going to be on the same class level yeah. as awful as it is to label families or people depending on different class, but not everyone can be billionaires. And it takes a, <laughs> yeah, it takes yeah. a lot of work to live in our society, which kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. It's not fair. And we've just seen that throughout the entirety of this year is no, it's all about growing and I don't know. It's really annoying to see how bad 2020 started off as. And how it's ending and how 2021 has started too. Yeah. It hasn't really changed. It's just this current flow in this river of dead fish. I feel like, (laughs) yeah, I feel like at this point in time, like, okay, well, when the virus first started, it was at the, like, you know, in March of Mm -hmm. 2020. March 13th, Friday the 13th. Yeah. So we we were actually at school yeah on like after just it was a friday and we were going home and our seventh grade teacher because we were in seventh grade at the time was like yeah. you know bring all your school stuff home you probably won't need it though you'll probably be back on monday and then the next we didn't year, go back we yeah didn't we didn't we weren't back in school by the end of the year so i remember thinking like you know we got the email and our parents are like you know we're i was gonna excited take- i was yes. so happy i remember i was talking to my friends and we were all like this is so fun you know well, it's two weeks off and then we go back yeah we're gonna be on zooms just waking up eating breakfast that came back to bite us in the butt (laughs) yeah i think going into it in general like everyone in in general is just so excited about um about being able to take time off from school when in reality we we wouldn't really see the negative effects that would come into play later on (laughs) many 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 negative effects exactly like i feel i feel like though even though even, there was a lot, it was a lot of stress in the first place because it just came on. We just didn't even notice it. But there were many, like there were, there weren't that many bad things that affected the overall situation of our year. We still were able to like learn hobbies, hang out. Um, on like it's we have we're so fortunate that social media came into the play because we could mm-hmm. call on Instagram. Well, if this were a hundred years ago, we would be dead we'd literally just be in our houses with books and candlelight Mm -hmm. and there's and i think it was also great because everyone was able to bond over one big thing i mean most people i will say like the people it was kind of hilarious at the beginning to see you know stay you know stay safe hang in there it'll be over soon and and they're like in their house with three pools (laughs) and like a literal golf course like can you just like leave us alone man and I feel like at the beginning, COVID wasn't that big of a hit. It was more in Europe. In Europe, it was huge. In Italy. Yeah. Um, well, look how that turned on us. Now we're the yeah. ones with it. Yeah. Um, I feel like we we started off 
uh, pretty strong because we had no cases where we lived. There were like only like two cases and we were still hanging out, going out. And our parents were like, oh, yeah, it's fine. COVID mm-hmm. hasn't really affected us. Then San Francisco got one case and I was like, ah, whatever. One month later, lockdown. Boom. Yeah. Like, yeah, literally like just a bomb went off. And mm-hmm. I think it was just such a i like eye-opening experience because mm-hmm. as young people obviously like we aren't affected we really lucked out really we are not where we are is perfect you can go outside you're allowed to hang out as long as you're social distancing well our age group in general like we mm-hmm. live in a smaller town like yeah. really you know very small town and i mean we have all different little pods like i have yeah. just a really small little pod but it's nice because we can still go out we have beaches that aren't overcrowded we have, forests. We have the like mountains oh mu- uh, a month away yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> mile, away. like just a mile away we have mountains and mm-hmm. i yeah not a mile like, close <laughs> yeah. enough but um i feel like just being able to take a step back from like before covid mm-hmm. you know everyone is so swept up in their own lives you had you know your job you yeah. had school you had hobbies hanging out after school and now stuff like that when we when we have those current things now it's as an, we're, it's like we're it's grateful a good thing, for it. exactly like, before we weren't as as much involved in our hobbies we we're like oh i have basketball today oh i have this oh i have that it now, was like it was an inconvenience but yeah. now we after because we're going of COVID, back into it we're more like yes i can't we're wait like, finally we get to hang mm-hmm. out yeah. so we got to take a step back from our like we gotta right, see it lives we gotta and... see it from a different point of view like right now this podcast is all about our point of view but during the this year this past year we've been able to step back look at our previous life with our new eyes it's and like, as cliche as it sounds we were able to kind of reflect on the lives yeah. we were living and realize how grateful we not we should be but we need to be because how ungrateful we were exactly because like we aren't both of us we're you know i wouldn't say like I guess you could classify us as like middle class. Like we aren't, we aren't. Yeah, we, we, we are, are not. Broke. We are not. Um, like on the streets. We are we, not. Yeah, we don't struggle to find where the next meal is going to come from. We yeah, we don't need to worry about whether or not we, our lights will stay on or. If but our we're not those people jobs. who are like, oh, let's go to a trip for Hawaii for like a day, and then tomorrow we'll go to Thailand. Like, yeah, <laughs> I feel like now because it's older like a lot of people are like COVID is we're kind of settling mm-hmm. into routines people are traveling more which is I mean it's, it's a good thing fine. people are realizing how much you need to experience in the lifetime you have but they're not taking it with as much caution as they ha- should and people yeah people are going stir crazy but like when you see like our political leaders for example mm-hmm. just going off to places and yeah being you know all willy-nilly you it's not setting a good example, and that's what's going to result in it getting worse. And I think we should focus on people yes, should just wait. They should wait yeah. just like until this is under control. It, it's slowly it's, getting under control. It's but... okay to like leave your house and yeah. to just you know what? I from my point of view, yeah, um, it's okay to leave. You you need to, if you, you've you been need in your that home, air. you need that you, pressure. Yeah, if you've been in your home for over a year, you're tired as hell. <laughs> Very I've, tired. I've only been to San Francisco once. It was one night. And we had to go mm-hmm. back because we like yeah. our plans fell apart. So like I haven't literally haven't left the county except to go like swimming. Yeah, once at a like, river. We we really um should take this this pandemic into into thought and not instead of being like oh now that I'm realizing I need to take my life seriously I'm gonna go do this. No, you can say I'm gonna plan this for like five years from now. I'm gonna plan this for when I can not only afford it for my future expenses but also like just 
be in the stage where COVID won't affect my family. COVID won't affect others. I won't be risking others' lives just to do my own selfish stuff. I think also a really awesome thing about, I mean, awesome isn't necessarily a word you can apply to this (laughs) pandemic, but personally, I think an awesome thing about this pandemic was I was able to step back and kind of get into new hobbies. Yeah. I think I was so, so many everyone was so, you know, you had your regular hobbies. You would do school and you would hang out with your friends and you text people and you stay up all night and you do your own thing. But I think with the pandemic and not being able to see my friends as much or not having as much schoolwork or in general, just having much more free time. I was able to get into new hobbies. Like I really, I've always loved writing and artists, you know, I have a very artistic side Mm -hmm. and I was able to get into writing new stories. I got into like art and into like, not only I got, it's surprising because I would never want to garden before. I hated Mm -hmm. insects. I loved outside. Obviously, I go outside a lot, but I wasn't really into like doing hard chore for the yard. Mm -hmm. But in late summer last last year, I was always going outside, being like getting money. Even during COVID, there are those things that you can do safely that will not only feel so relieving. Yeah, exactly. It's so relieving Mm -hmm. that you get that there are still options open because not everyone has these options. Yeah. And then school. Okay, that's a whole other level. Yeah, I because like with I've got like I mentioned, I've gotten so into writing where I'm just I constantly have new stories coming up. And I'm kind of I've told Margo about this already, but I think I'm somewhat insane because oftentimes <laughs> I'll have conversations yeah. between fictional characters with that herself. I make up with myself. At 3 a.m. she texts me like, yeah, oh. I, I texted Margo one night because like I, you know, I was up late and yeah. I didn't have school the next morning. I texted her. I was like, you know, I just had a conversation between four different people yeah. that were myself. And I was like, am I okay? But at the same hallucinating? Time, yeah, at the same time, it was so fun because it just allowed me to express my creative side with myself yeah. and in my own space and at my own time. I wasn't and weighed down. Currently where we are, people won't judge you. I know who you are. And like back like 10 years ago, for example, the LGBTQ plus community, people would be judged for uh, dressing with a skirt if you're a man or a they. And um, now you can step back really and do what you want without having the fear of getting judged. Mm-hmm. Well, in and most cases. Also in schools. So I feel like mm-hmm. we should totally talk about, not totally, I feel like we should discuss how our class personally has bonded because so well we have to so keep well. this from going all over the place obviously keep <laughs> yeah. it organized we made a like a notes document to keep ourselves from <laughs> we've kind talking. of jumped around <laughs> yeah we have we'll stick to it we promise but our class wasn't really close in sixth grade in sixth grade we had like four different groups we had clicks mm-hmm. we had different groups that would hang out and sometimes all together but most... that was when it was forced it was never yeah. Um, yeah, it was never by choice, really. And then seventh seventh grade, grade, our teacher kind of bonded us together. We had an, oh my god, we have had, well, we're still at eighth grade, but we had an amazing teacher named Amanda. She was so cool and just genuinely took into account our personal feelings. She still is cool. Yeah. I think one thing about, like, being at school that adults overlook and as teens Mm -hmm. we've experienced is the pressure of... The huge pressure. Because people don't expect middle schoolers to have pressure. Obviously, I feel like high schoolers have more pressure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But middle schoolers still experience that anxiety because 
you're preparing for yeah. the stress. You're like, it's it's an onslaught of stress that'll come on to you. Our school, the thing is that it's really small. Our school is the it's smallest, so small. small. It's a house. It's, it's literally a house. It's like 100 people normally. Even less. Even less, yes. Um, and the, our teachers, uh, we call them all by their first names. But the thing is that um, they aren't as much... Uh, as our the teacher we had last year, she really connected to us. She was younger. She had just become a teacher, and she bonded she, more with us than the older and more experienced teacher. I would say because she could include jokes and yeah, fun in the class. I think what made her so amazing was it doesn't have to be your age that determines how yeah. close you are with your class, but I think it's the fact that she took time to actually care about us, mm-hmm. ask us how we were doing, say, hey, if you really are feeling like you can't do this and you need to stop early or then you need please. to go yeah. get a snack or a you break. need to take a breather, do it. Because mm-hmm. something that a lot of adults and in general just people that are older than us yeah they tend to look over the fact that we, we can get overwhelmed and yeah it's a lot we're growing up and especially growing up in a mm-hmm. society where everyone expects so much from young people it just i feel like at, over time you just expect more and more from younger and younger people because yeah. younger people are succeeding mm-hmm. but at this it's so much stress because we have homework and we have a lot of homework. We actually. have assignments, and we have we have to. Everyone's obsessed with being popular, and it's, exactly yes. Nowadays, it's like all about oh, if I dress like this, will they will they be impressed? If yeah. I act like this, will I be cool? You know, I have to be smart in order exactly, to succeed. Yes. Like, well, yes, you do. You have to have yeah, common course, sense, yes. but you don't have to constantly be doing homework and neglect socializing mm-hmm. or neglect yeah. taking a breather just if to you succeed. need to like currently since we're on screens a lot like like i'm gonna say like 60 percent of the time we're on screens and we are having all our assignments on screens notebooks are like alien things to us now we yeah usually, we're, we're on documents we are on slideshows we do all of this stuff on screens and it kind of makes the workload seem like so much more mm-hmm. it, i don't know why but it makes it because seem it's like, all in one place yeah it's all and in one place all and- stacked up and it's yeah it's just all there and you look at it and it's overwhelming and i think that's what makes like people just lose motivation because of how much is piling up and yeah. i think a really good thing about they our school quit. is that our that our teachers and They're our faculty fine. they ask us how we're doing mm-hmm. and they understand that we need breaks sometimes they, they really understand and we that. we've totally lucked out with you know we don't have the hardest we aren't in like you know, this big private school. We're but not in a bully school. Yeah. We're not in, everyone is Everybody's friends because we're always in the class, the same, like, three years of middle school. And if you continue to the high school, you're in the same class with the same people every year, every day. And, and you just share experiences yeah. together. And we can thank the teachers for that. We can thank the way our school is set up. And even if you do, like, I remember kind of complaining about mm-hmm. my yeah. assignments and my school life. I'm really looking back. I'm so grateful that I went to a smaller school where I can keep a sturdy friend, mm-hmm. like, friend group. Friendship, like, it's not a good thing to have so many friends that are really shallow. You have to have friends that are, like, deep, I guess. It's important to root yourself mm-hmm. into a friendship that is healthy, and our that school, is constant. Yeah, our school and, has and been gives. able to do that. It has given us that thing where it's, like, our school, it's, it may sound cringy, but it's, like, a family. Like, the teachers are kind of the parents, and they overlook us, and they know that we need to take breathers The sometimes. amazing thing is, like, how much support we get, mm-hmm. though. We get a lot of They're support. They're so supportive. If we say, like, hey, Patty, for example, I remember our sixth grade teacher, we were all scared of her until we <laughs> yeah. left her class. Now she it's laughs at us and jokes. And she's just so kind, and so is Amanda and our teacher, Alex, and all the teachers. 
they're able to laugh with us and create an environment where we feel safe doing yeah. our assignments. We feel safe asking for help mm -hmm. because that's something that a lot of teens neglect in school because they feel like if you ask for help, you're weak. It's not. Exactly. It's okay it's, to it's, fail. It's better to ask for help. Because you learn more. Much more, yeah. And they always create an environment in school that needs, that should be there constantly. Yeah. yeah. It's but it's not, not cool when teachers aren't. Mm -hmm. It's We've really lucked out with having people reach out to us and encourage us to do educative things outside yeah. of school whilst still being Think, social and thinking, still being young. Yeah, thinking about outside of school, um, our environment, we are around so many like natureful stuff. Um, we have the opportunity where we can go to the beach in five minutes. We can go and walk through the road forest to be able to calm down and reflect on what we've been doing throughout the month, what we've been doing that past week, how we're gonna plan stuff for the next week or the next month. But like some people out there in LA or in San Francisco, they have the bustling streets right next to them. They can't do much when it comes to that. They have to stay inside, be in their small deck, in their small yard. While we have this whole huge backyard of forest and stuff. We live, we're lucky where we live on our coast. We have so many beaches. We yeah. have so many forests and it's just nature is all around us. Mm -hmm. And it's also nice because our school, well, our school is a house but what makes it that it's like we're all so close and mm -hmm. it allows us to express ourselves in different ways like fashion wise or you know how we want to express ourselves artistically we don't have any um we don't have like uniforms so i can well, show up in like i remember i can no show up in the code. coolest outfit there is no dress code that's important because most schools well it's not like we're showing up in booty shorts and cropped, yeah. you know, cropped. we're showing up in actual clothing, but we can wear cool, I wore a bucket hat to school, didn't think <laughs> I'd do that, it was so cool, yeah. everyone loved it, and I remember thinking, dang, I feel so confident because mm -hmm. no one is judging me, they're all admiring how I'm exactly. expressing myself. And even if they are judging you, they're not bringing it up to your face and being like, oh, why are you wearing this? Oh, why are you playing music this way? Oh, why are you writing like this? And it's never, it's never, like, rude, like, mm -hmm. I feel like it's totally fair to judge people, it's not fair to say you can't judge anyone because isn't that human nature yeah. to judge other people <laughs> exactly yeah but it's not rude judging it's like like questioning judging mm -hmm. like hmm I you know I wonder why you're wearing that it's never like you can't wear that exactly it's more like why are you wearing this what what like persuaded you to do this this morning why did you spend so much time trying to make yourself feel confident this way and you can wonder hey, this person's really, really cool. They 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 feel like they can express themselves because they're safe and they feel confident in where they are. That means that where they are right now is a good place and I should be happy for them. Yeah, and even like just, I don't know, connecting with yourself through fashion and through music. Like we had a music assignment in L&L in yeah, our English language class. And, literature. and we got to write our own songs and we get to write poetry and Which, just focus on artistic main, capabilities. Yeah, in main schools, you don't really see like that sense, like during COVID, usually in main schools, they'd be like, oh, do this uh, this, do this assignment, turn it in, and then that's it. Do our it school, this way. This is for school. Exactly. Our school encourages, like, like, you can do this. You can do that. You can even make a rap for school. Like, we do that a lot. Yeah. We, we when you get the option to incorporate music or, or paintings, exactly, it's so yeah. much more inspiring because school doesn't have to just be essays and book readings school and School shouldn't be that little, like, that little uh, cage in, like, a prison where all you can do is follow the protocols and stuff. It should be this the space where you you can create stuff that you're proud of. Create, you, you can like pass the deadline to be yeah. able to create something 
the teachers will appreciate more than what you would have done without that opportunity. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if you're turning your work on time, yeah. but like, if you're like, hey, you know, I've been working really hard on this, but I just feel like I just, it won't be as good as it could be yeah. if I turn it in. Now, can I have an extra day or an extra, you know, couple days? And I will turn in work that I'm proud of and that Our I'm better for. Our teachers are really good about that. Like, um, but yeah, so... Yeah, it turns out there's like a 30-minute app limit. We'll get the app, um, and we can add to it, too. We'll mm-hmm. just save it. But, yeah, I think that's that's really important is that we have so many freedoms in that. Okay, so getting back into our topic. We're, we got the 30-minute timeline. Yeah, down. we um, – arts is, like – it's a really important aspect of being young is being able yeah. to express yourself artistically, and we're so thankful we have that availability open and our teacher our like core teacher is also really good at connecting us with course our homework. climate course yeah. Homework. yeah yeah course homework yeah yeah with our climate because mm-hmm. we live in a climate that is we can we go so outside cold. to do classes yeah sometimes we have to observe what's around us but we do these things called current events yeah which is okay as much as i hate them and always forget to do them <laughs> i'm also always thankful oh, that it exposes me to our society and to mm-hmm. what's happening in the news because i feel like we're just so enveloped like in our the desert own lives the like ice we're learning about politics and about i mean also shout out to carl azus man (laughs) carl azus is awesome i love him 30 that's shocking are you kidding he looks like he's a 40 okay anyway (laughs) anyways but we're um i think it's really nice that we are able to look at our climate and mm-hmm. look at our environment Projects and all and, yeah all of our current events we're ava- we're like available <laughs> yeah well because even if we're teens that doesn't mean as an adult you can mm-hmm. dismiss our opinions exactly to relate Whoa. to relate to our <laughs> our topic our topic yeah um but i feel like just the fact that we can touch down on all of these current events like some people are like oh current events are like the 2020 election current events are like what's happening right now with COVID. No, there's also all these current events that have been happening over the like 10, last 10 years, like ice and volcanoes and stuff like that. And it gets us to not only like be in touch with our climate change and what's happening, but it makes us realize how much it's affecting to the point where we're literally doing a project about it in class every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, well, currently we're going to, I think for the rest of the year, current events have stopped from what I heard. But yeah, I think, but throughout the year, I learned about like racism in children's books. I learned yeah, about I did not know our that. climate. I learned mm-hmm. about a boat being stuck in the Suez Canal, like that airhead got stuck in the, yeah. stuck in the, as tall <laughs> and, and as long as like the yeah. Empire State Building Like that's kind of insane, but I think it's just. It's, it can sometimes be a little taxing to yeah. find a current event, but it's also in the long run you're learning about it. And just because we're young doesn't give us an excuse to dismiss those topics. Yeah. Let's talk about the uh, 2020 election. Let's talk about politics. Let's talk about that because who Because thing. who doesn't want to hear about politics from two 13-year-olds? Let's think. Everybody. Well, knows. it's important. It's important very, because no matter important. what you think, politics filters down to the youth of America and of the entire yeah. world. You, your decisions as a parent or as just in general a leader to gonna, the youth is going to reflect and affect yeah, your youth. Affect. Like reflect in a well, yeah, that's a really good like, motto. It's a, often very common mm-hmm. that your children might share the same political views as you. Very, very common. Sometimes or not. Sometimes if you if force it, if you yeah. force it, no, no, don't let do that. them. Give them. I actually at one point we should record an episode. I have like my own 
like philosophy on parenting, mm-hmm. <laughs> which we should talk about in a later episode. If we, yeah, we'll talk if about we, it. If we, we, make we'll, it. We'll, we will we'll make, make another, another okay. episode. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's politics aren't just for adults because we are going to be taking over that threat. We would need step yeah. over that threshold and we step into the world of politics. It feels like children are that kind of effect on politics that makes, for example, right now, uh, Biden has just released the uh, like $75 trillion bill or whatever Yeah, yeah. for those uh, people who have lower income and stuff. But that all affects children. It's not, right now, all the politics are like, oh, we're focusing on COVID. Oh, we're doing this. But all of that stuff, goes down to the next generation and we have to take that into consideration that politics shouldn't be about oh pa- uh, parents and adults talking on tv no i don't think adults realize how influential they can be on children <laughs> so i funny. have been my family at my dad's house is we always have the well we before we got into modern family <laughs> um the news was always on and we kind of stopped because it got a little depressing during covid yeah but I just, as much as I kind of hated it, I also, I got to read what Trump was doing. Mm-hmm. I got to listen to what oh, was happening. The, and the wall. That, we're like, going to have to talk yeah, about that. Yeah, we'll have to. I think um, even if you dismiss our opinions, and obviously we aren't the ones officially deciding, we mm-hmm. will be taking over for you. You're giving us the world yeah. that we either have to you know, fix that's surprising or because with. you stopped watching news when COVID started, that's when my parents started watching this. Well, we, I mean, we still watched it, but like for the past like half year, we just stopped because it was just so okay. repetitive and depressing. We yeah. just needed something to get away from it because mm-hmm. it's everywhere. COVID is everywhere. Politics is everywhere. Biden and Trump are everywhere, and every other yeah. like terrorist attack and and current event, it's everywhere. You cannot escape it, and you just yeah. that's what's causing such a surge in like television mm-hmm. is people just want to get away from it it's it's and, it's so overbearing and it just infiltrates every aspect of your life i feel like there are so many shows now yeah it's, okay well My before because there was like that dry spot when all of the yeah there, there was stopped. there was a time where shows were like gone shows mm-hmm. well, they were there but you had already watched every show and that's when shows were getting produced and then covid hit and people started watching the news for a little bit so they could get like caught up on stuff but it keeps it keeps being the same thing so now there are shows they're all coming out again right now i'm watching monk on prime i recommend yeah. it it's amazing it's a murder mystery Ooh. um but uh like what what are you watching right now well okay so i've been really into those like sitcom things <laughs> Well, no, because at the video. same, yeah, well, at the same time, I don't, I'm not invested in it, so it can, it's just something to laugh to. Mm-hmm. It's so yeah. unserious, it's so fictional, and it's so dramatic that you're just like, this is so unreal, and I love that. Exactly. Because yeah. when you watch, like, I, I love the show, or the movies, Malcolm and Marie, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's yeah. a really good movie. I mean, I guess it's kind of written by a white person, but that's okay. It still has a lot of very <laughs> valid political views, and I love Marriage Story. I love those mm. kind of serious, more serious movies now that I'm, like, but I, I mean, I still love The Magic School <laughs> I don't. Oh no! The Magic School Bus is iconic. I yeah. Wanda, it's such. A, okay, I'm just saying. Okay, Magic School Bus is good. And an inclusive cast. But, well, I don't watch it anymore, but yeah. I still love it. Like yeah. I still, I will. I okay. I was watching it at the beginning. Like I was watching the teacher, all the kids. The teacher is amazing. Miss Frizzle, iconic. Amazing. 
but just, like, like the lizard that was or just so fun it was also such an inclusive cast okay getting back like <laughs> let's seriously they had a black person they had an asian person they had like uh they had so many different, it wasn't just white people okay that's like that's what you need and the animation and they had a lizard okay <laughs> you're talking okay. so fast <laughs> okay moving on getting social back to the point. media yeah i'm talking about that tiktok hey it wasn't done no oh my leave God. me alone okay i was saying the nice thing about a sitcom is it's because like when you watch such heavy movies, it relates to your world yeah. so much that it's kind of like God. I'm seeing it's depressing. This, it's, I'm it's seeing really this already. Depressing. It's like you 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 step back from your life for a second so you can relax, and the first thing you see looks exactly like your life. So that's why you get into such fictional yeah. or dramatic things. I, like, tend, I tend to see on Netflix you scroll and there's a lot of animated things now. People a are really lot. getting into that because it's just. It takes away that it filters out kind of the realistic aspects of a plot, which yeah. is nice because it's kind of relieving. But mm. at the same time, it is still important. I'm loving the fact that there are a lot more movies coming out that are, you know, very act, act kind of give you. I feel like old movies are yeah. coming back a lot too. Yeah. Well, just the ones that kind of kind of address the issues in our society because our world, believe it or not. Republicans. Our world was not built on like hard work. Like it was Wait, built on really? the backs of Whoa. slavery. Whoa. It was okay, that was kind of weird. not all Republicans, guys. I'm just saying. In general. <laughs> the people who believe that it's just built from hard work, like no, it's built on the backs of slavery. It's built on the backs of racism, sexism. It's rooted and built into our society. By bad things. And it takes so long yeah. to decompose that and like weed it all out. And yeah. I think that's why everyone's kind of just loving the movies that just step back from that for a second and just give you an hour or so of release to just kind of like laugh yeah. or cry or like just kind of get lost in a cry you want to cry yeah some people want to cry it lets oh, you get gosh. lost in like a fictional world i feel like so bit. many people right now they have that one day where they just break they just down cry. they yeah. just break down and cry Isn't all that day kind of sad? It's sad, but it's, but it's a good thing. Because it's a good thing. Many people, I feel, have limited themselves from crying within the past year because they're like, so many people are going through this harder than me. But you should accept what you're going through, and you should take Walk a second it. and ask for help. Yeah, exactly. You should take a second uh, to cry and eat ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> like why not? And I think also another reason why a lot of people are kind of crying or why the pandemic might be hard on them or why it might be labeled like a bad year is because mm. everyone is flocking to social media. Yeah. Let's talk about TikTok. social media. TikTok. March, and Instagram. In, in March, TikTok went skyrocketing. It's like if you see a graph, it just, it's okay. And then boom. Controversial boom. topic, but Charlie D'Amelio totally bought her followers. Really? I haven't seen her on my For You page at all. Actually, no, I don't. I don't follow her, but I have scrolled. I've gotten that. Hold up, you've been scrolling <laughs> for way too long. I've gotten that TikTok four times in one day. Never saw a single Charlie D'Amelio video, and she has over a hundred million followers. Dixie's more real. Dixie's more realistic. I don't think she bought followers, but I also don't think she's that popular. <laughs> her music. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. No. Her, especially the like her happy was okay. Be happy. It was okay. Here's but the thing: her, the songs it, following it were just. It worse, looks, worse. it looks, okay, this might be dumb, but, like, it looks fancy because they have enough money to pump into it. Yeah. But just overall, the content isn't good. I feel like music is evolving so much, and it's really hard these days to actually break out as an artist. Like, like Billie Eilish, for example. Yeah. She, she's rare. Up. She, yeah. she 
it took her because good music though. yeah it took her over five years to accomplish what she has now yeah but it also it was like he was working them boom and then he mm-hmm. but her music is i mean a lot of adults don't like it because it's a lot so of adults because yeah it, they think but, it's depressing they think it's way too like but the, the thing I'm, is like teens I'm, can relate to that that's yeah. why music is so popular during the pandemic is because also you're like seeing, she can hit two notes at once it's really yeah, weird. Like, <laughs> her voice is so good but i just like you you in order to really create a good song you should have actual context that relates to it doesn't always have to be for other people it can be for you but people resonate with genuine emotion yeah and genuine feeling if you're seriously gonna if you want to write a song about depression write, write it. it yeah people feel that way too people understand it. you won't be judged because oh i'm depressed yeah well everybody goes through that no they're no like, whoa thank you people experience so many different levels mm-hmm. of emotion yeah and have different tolerance levels like i think what's so amazing is like People are, while they're bonding through social media, mm-hmm. it's also, like, which is really awesome. Yeah. You're also getting a lot more hate, and everyone is kind of tearing hate. each other down. And music is something that everyone can just kind of, like, just wrap mm-hmm. themselves and with. And if there's that one person who doesn't like music, they'll just not. Like, that's your opinion. Yeah, exactly. From my point of view, respect it. I respect Some your opinion. Some people find friends who they'll have as long, like lifelong friends on social media. They just, mm-hmm. they find comments that they're like, whoa, I'm thinking the exact same thing as you. Wow, crazy. And then they'll connect like that. Yeah. And like social media, it if it weren't here, together. if it weren't here during coronavirus, we would be doomed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, given the fact that you can find totally weird people on the internet. Yeah, they're Also weird. just really rude people who mm-hmm. tear you down because they can't handle their own issues. Yeah. Note, I note think, yourself, uh, people who um, formulate hate towards others is because they have hate in their own yeah. lives. And I think, okay, a really, really important thing to touch on as a youth, as part of a youth mm-hmm. community in our world where social media is such a dominant factor in communicating with mm-hmm. each other and in sharing stories it's not just a phone call and stuff it, yeah. yes it definitely can lead i was actually gonna go into it already <laughs> sorry um, we're reviewing over our we, doc. yeah we're reviewing our document um you see on social media a lot of influencers or a lot of people showing their lives and their perfect bodies or they have a really yeah there is lifestyle. no definition to a perfect body that's anybody not is fair perfect. and i think that's the other side that's like the alternative side yeah. to the good side like, of there can be that image that's co- like there, there can be that image considered as the good image the perfect mm-hmm. image or the the image that people look to having but that does not mean that like other people don't have a good image i don't think people necessarily understand that as a 13 year old looking at these you know 20 year olds on influencers on instagram or 30 year olds who will have this life where they have perfect bodies or they're going in they're eating salad and they're waking up and doing runs whether or not they actually do that probably not not. but even if they do it's like it's it just makes you feel lesser for maybe yeah. doing less like i've started working out but i'm seeing all these really? people i cannot no 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 push i do to working we're out. doing running we're doing running after spring break <gasps> oh yeah but i do a workout class now with my, some of my friends and it's like That's i just good. as much as i feel good about it i also look at the people who are like and they have their own gyms and their mentions and they're like i'm doing it every day i'm like i'm like i want to but i just exactly my body just can't handle it Ex- i have to yeah. ease into it and it's so sickly because you're seeing these perfect bodies in their bikinis and their little shorts and their dresses which mm-hmm. even in like big it, baggy it makes, clothing you want to be someone else makes, that you're not i feel like today half of the population has that mental health that is 
It's so sickly. It's very, it's very so, sickly. It's so toxic how mm-hmm. people project themselves yeah. onto social media. Like, my, if you see photos of me on social media, there's way too many videos of me, like, <laughs> twerking or, like, dancing really bad on multiple different social media platforms. Really? But, yeah. I'm going to look this up after this Ayla podcast. has a video of me twerking on the beach. <laughs> it's not good. Anyways, but... um. It's just, it's really not healthy. Yeah. That I think, I mean, as much as I'm, okay, it's so, so much contradicts the lifestyle I live because I'm on Instagram and on TikTok way yeah. too much. Although I was on a TikTok for like a whole week. Last oh, week I felt whoa, so really good going back. I had so many messages. And you're but, like, oh, but yeah, people but people actually think. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, people are like, but. It was just nice to just take a step back. I was like, I'd rather like watch a YouTube video of like someone else just telling me about their life. Yeah. Like it's so much better than like, a short 30 minute second video mm-hmm. that's like dumb like yeah which <laughs> that's is like fun it's dumb. entertaining because like i've spent way too long on tiktok yeah. but i think just social media just there are so many root causes for mental health and it being either good or bad yeah. it, can, it can give you confidence but it's, it can also tear you apart because it makes it so much more easy not it makes it so easy and makes you as a person so much more accessible to yeah and to people yes. who want to be rude because you're there yeah. Like, you can't escape it. Like, if you're at school in the old days, you were getting bold. Like, they'd have to call your landline. And like I feel like in our point of view as teenagers. And from our point of view. <laughs> our point like, of ding, view. ding, ding, every time. <laughs> like, so remember the word of the day when you'd use it? Patty would go, ding, ding, ding. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's, that's Anyways, um, yes, from our point of view, uh, I feel like many people in our specific class have also hit through this. They've hit a block where they won't do work. They won't, they won't. Like a few friends of mine, like most my, my very close friends, Addie and Audrey, they have hit a block where it's just hard sometimes to, they just have that day where they're like, no, I'm going to sit in bed all day and watch TV. It's hard to do work. And you know what? What ties into that too is when you see these people on going back to even mm-hmm. social media, when you see all these successful people, you think, oh, well, they probably did all their work. But they, and I need they to don't. do that. They, and it adds on to the mm-hmm. stress that you feel as a student who is going through that, who wants to succeed, but at the same time is lacking so much motivation because of their mental health. It yeah. piles on and it makes it even harder to do your work. Like I've I have hit some blocks where I don't do my assignments I have for a while, too. but I mean, I've never returned there, in late, but so there, was, there fair, are times but. where there, there are times in our lives where you, you feel like you are getting so much when and, and like if you were just a year before you'd be like oh wow i'm getting no work but it's like there's that vibe around you that's kind of um killing your confidence and yeah. it's and even if you don't have that it's just your your own thoughts ringing in you it's like you have a devil and an angel do you, yeah and they're telling you different things do you and, know yeah yeah yes you know what makes it even more sickly and like kind of just like makes you just feel so anguish and just makes my skin crawl is I skin crawl? Yeah. Is that a quote? Yeah. Is that a thing makes to my say? skin crawl. Really? Yeah, it's like a creepy, eerie feeling. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm intelligent. Boom. Okay. Is I a lot of the times, like even just opening up, even though this is gonna be read by our teacher, who cares? <laughs> Anyways, listen to. Um a lot of the time I'll feign confidence. <gasps> Yeah. Right. So when yes. you see really confident people, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I need to be confident like yeah. them. But they use it to already. cover up exactly. their own feelings because it's hard to face it. People would yeah. rather fake happiness than face their own issues and work through it and be genuinely happy. Mm-hmm. And I've, I mean, I've, I won't get into this because this is we can do a whole topic on mental health and like parenting and all that stuff <laughs> yeah. later on to not make this too long. But 
um, just pretending you're confident just gives you this feeling of feeling confident. But then yeah. when you go home and you there's crash. no one to pretend to be confident you to. You crash. It just breaks you because you're constantly pretending to be okay. And I think what's really annoying is how people, like, have now made that a cliche. Mm-hmm. You're pretending to be okay. It's, like, so cool to pretend to be okay. But, but genuinely, your it's, mind is, people, like, eating at itself. Yeah, people will appreciate more if you show your true colors. I think You shouldn't just be black and white. And I think also what's so annoying is through social media, people are, like, either pretending to be depressed or, like, actually... Like, people pretend to be depressed, so it takes away the validity True. of people who are actually reaching out for help. Sometimes they yeah. don't have ways. Sometimes their parents won't help them. Their friends won't, and so they're reaching out to someone. But then you have these fake people on the internet who are crying, like, I'm so depressed. Like, <laughs> it takes away the valid emotions of mm-hmm. someone. And I feel like there could be better ways than yeah. just, like, posting, like, a photo of you crying. Like, just say, like, hey, I need help. Oh, those apology videos on YouTube, they've gone too far. Yeah. They've like, gone that, way just, too far. That whole social media thing. But it's just, it's so annoying how it takes away the feelings of, like, you really do need to talk about it. And that, and, like, I mean, personal experiences with mental health is, like, I I don't really cry a lot unless it's through books or at movies or even then I don't books. cry. I cry so I freaking books. cry at books. Oh, my God. I cried at one of Willow's books, actually. Oh, my God. You did. <laughs> um, But it just, I yeah, also, like, books just help you kind of escape your world for a little yeah. bit. I read them really quickly. Like, the Andrew Page book only takes me, like, two and a half hours. It's a short read. Yeah. It doesn't take long. Mm-hmm. But in general, like, yeah, just... Taking, I don't like it how social media will take away the validity yeah. of emotions. Let's run it's back there. to politics, COVID, and 2020. Because this is well, what yeah, this that's an about. important thing. You know, mental health really relates yeah. to the politics. It relates to the social media aspect. It relates of this. to COVID so COVID. much. It's all because of COVID. It's so funny how we're like, COVID, pish posh. <laughs> it's taken over our lives. Yeah. It is infecting us. And it is just really controlling us. Yeah. And But it's also opening our eyes. It's opening our eyes a lot, and I wanted, uh, we forgot to talk about this, but the um, fires that happened at the beginning of 2020, we completely the forgot fires, about those. fires, those affect mental health. They those affect families. so bad. There was, where we live, our and economy, we live and in, we live in Northern California, and um, the fires were so bad, it was orange because at we, 2 p.m. Because we aren't taking care of our freaking environment. We are not. That relates to COVID. It's like, just because you're going through COVID doesn't mean you can litter. Doesn't yeah. mean you can... It doesn't throw mean, everything away. Like, it's still there. And that even, like, roots. Like, we didn't even talk. We didn't even get. We'll record another episode, actually. 100%. That doesn't even go into the racism. If. Oh, the racism. The racism so in our. The sexism, so, the discrimination. But we should save that for another episode. Yeah. This is already, like, 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I feel like there's there's that time in COVID where you you look at everything and you're like, it hasn't actually been that bad. Yeah. The, I, like, the beginning of 2020, to literally every person I know, was good. Mm-hmm. My beginning of 2020 was the best year I had ever had. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, when like, in April, when COVID had already happened, and what well, it was still happening, I was like, I still consider 2020 as the best year of my life. Because I bonds were big. Um, well, bonding was bonding a major factor major, in yeah. our lives. But I think, like, just to round it out, sort of, as much as our climate has been affected, as much as there has been a lot of injustice, and we should do a whole episode on how... The racism. The racism and the discrimination and, and how the that Asian affects hate us. And Atlanta. Yeah, you know what? We should record an episode right after this. And just at least start it. So <laughs> we can say should. That. I, don't have, I don't have to be home. Moving on, though, to just to, like, kind of close it out. 
just COVID hasn't been that bad. It I feel it's like been mid, very bad. Mid COVID, so the middle of COVID, it was hitting everyone hard. They realized this isn't. This a short is not going to end. People thought it was going to last two weeks. Hello, it's How the last nice. two years. <laughs> yeah, it's like already a, over a year yeah. now. And it's while it's also just it's so part, bad, we lucked out. Human from our points of view, from where we stand on COVID and where we are, we didn't get hit that bad. Yeah. So we, the quote, 2020. My family isn't dying, you know. Well, yeah. my family did. My grandparents did die. We'll talk Aww, about it after. Really? We'll talk, yeah. We'll talk about it after. Well, but. there's there's. So let's well, go back to the COVID, quote. Though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's go back to the quote. 2020 is the worst year. Yeah. It's COVID, not. 2020 being the worst year, quote, quote, I'm doing though. There will quotes. be worse years in the future. We cannot uh, expect this to be one of the worst years where people will definitely put this in history books, reference to it as one of the best. We're going to make years. jokes about it when we're We're going to make huge jokes about it. it and we're going to find masks in our pocket and be like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a bad year. It's not a good year. We, there yeah, are many, it's not fair to label it. There good. are many people dying. There are many people out there who are homeless, who are getting judged and stuff. But there are so many things that it's helped us. It's helped us mature you need to, so much. You need to peel back the layers mm-hmm. and realize how, for us at least. I thought you were going to say you need to pee. <laughs> oh, no. For us as teens in this society, in this situation, where, what is it? What are all the adults calling pressing times? And such oh, pressing the times. millennials. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it really is. We've looked out and being able to open our eyes and being able to experience Some this. people might think this is the worst time to be a teen, but I think it's one it, of the best times. It is, and it is. Yeah. It makes you realize so much more. It makes you go through a level of emotions that our parents have never gone through. It makes us go through that kind of situation that they'll never experience as kids. Because the thing is, is we're growing up in this. We aren't experiencing... <laughs> we're up, not down. Kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we aren't, like, adults are experiencing this. We're mm-hmm. growing up in it. This is the society we're being raised in. Yeah. And it's helping us build our own consciences. And it's helping us realize the mistakes that our predecessors have made. Yeah. And it's helping us kind of realize what we need to change. But at the same time, it's a lot on your shoulders because it, it's what you're taking yeah. over. And and in general, just without repeating it, it just all ties, it falls on our shoulders. It falls on the shoulders of those mm-hmm. above us, of those who are really becoming the new adults of our generation. Yeah. Right? So that was the episode. It was pretty long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in general, COVID isn't the worst year. It's not the best year ever. That's obvious. Yeah. But... Um, yeah. so, yeah, so this was our first episode, which is probably yeah. not going to be our last one. We have a lot to talk about. You know what? This world has so many layers that we're just going to debunk, because you know what? Even if you're an adult, you should realize that kids have different points of views on things. And Everybody has a different point of view. It affects you more than you think. Yeah. Everyone is affected. It affects People, old age. It affects middle age. Mm-hmm. It's happening, and yeah. you can't avoid that. So we are just, we kind of created this to just share with other generations and other ages what it's like it's therapy okay (laughs) it is we can talk it out and we can laugh and we can share our experiences because you know what teens are feeling the same thing yeah it's not it's not just adults it's it's real yeah it's happening thank you for listening to our first episode of from my point of view no one's probably at this point that's okay (laughs) that's okay it's important to talk about it and you can't avoid it yeah okay thank you for listening Bye. bye